Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Reaction Monday Playoff Edition. Presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Here's Payne and Pendergast. Hey, it's not hard, man. I'm proud of our guys. All right? they, I told the guys, keep their head up. I'm proud of them uh, for the just the entire year, right? This wasn't our moment right now. This wasn't our time right now. We didn't get it done, but I'm, I'm proud of each and every coach and player in the locker room, right, for what we accomplished throughout the entire year, how we grown, how we grew throughout the entire year, and I'm proud of our guys, right? And uh, that's why I told all our guys, keep their head up, like credit to the Ravens, but man, proud of each and every man. That was D'Amico Ryans. Let's do this. Let's acknowledge we at 725-ish, uh, every Monday, we acknowledge big performance, either from the weekend or, in this case, now that the season's over, from the season. And we bump in with D'Amico Ryans talking about how proud he is of his guys. D'Amico Ryans, acknowledge me. we're going to acknowledge you. Hell of a season, man. Hell of a season. Ten wins, division crown, didn't end the way you wanted it to, certainly, on the scoreboard, uh, aesthetically on the field. Like, it just was not your team's best performance. Pretty good team across from you and the Ravens, but... I want to make sure, Seth, that amidst the amidst the disappointment of Saturday, we acknowledge that D'Amico Ryans has this team at least a year ahead of where everybody thought they would be right now. Sean, I've told you before that um, when I was growing up, there were a couple families in my town that I used to look at and uh, like kind of curiously and almost skeptically because they really just seemed to have it all nailed down. I'm like, oh, man, like there it is, boy, they seem to all love each other and the kids are all good students and the father is like the perfect dad he coaches the little league team he's like good at his job and everything i like there's something they've there's definitely a serial killer or something in there and then over time you realize like oh no wow they're just genuinely nice people that's the thing too the apero family incredibly nice like nice beyond belief and i after a while i started realizing like oh okay i need to start aspiring to be more like the aperos Mm -hmm. like when my family when i have a family i would like to try to have it be like that family sure and i feel like I feel like with D'Amico and CJ, I feel like I've stumbled into that family because they, they're, both, they're both so driven and yet like devoid of drama. Um, the, the fact that they can kind of seemingly recognize obstacles, not freak out about them, and just work through them. Not, not in denial, to go back to the family analogy, you know? You don't ignore the elephant in the room or anything, or act like everything is awesome all the time, Jack yeah. Easterby. Yep. Like, no. You're just like, oh, yeah, we got an issue here. How are we going to address it? How are we going to attack it? And then we move on. Um, I, like, I, that's, why I feel more, that's why I feel so confident about D'Amico and CJ, 
uh, it, for the long the long term is that they just have the right they have the right approach to life really yeah in, in that regard I, I think a majority of the league I was thinking about this yesterday as those games were playing out like even a team that was still playing yesterday and playing well at times Tampa Bay would easily trade their head coach quarterback situ- situation for the Texans like I, I think 90% of the league would trade their quarterback head coach situation for the Texans head coach quarterback situation they would 90% of the league looks at the Texans like you looked at the Aperos back in the day. Yeah. Like, wow, that's, boy, that's a better situation than my room. I'm saying even teams that have good, like I'm saying even Buffalo. Like, I think Buffalo fans, like, they're oh, ready no, to yeah, fire Sean McDermott, Sean McDermott now, right? Right. Yeah. Like, I think if you go, okay, we'll trade you D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud for Sean McDermott and Josh Allen, I think they would make that trade in Buffalo. <laughs> boy, Buffalo. That's a whole other whole we'll story. Yeah, Buffalo I'm just tomorrow. kind of backing up your point about Kansas where the Texans City just are. has to be destroyed now. I was pulling yes. for the, bull, the Bills and then just now. For this to happen like this three years in a row, that's enough. That's enough. I'm ready to buy into – I'm ready to buy in that it's scripted everything. Agreed. I they need to be destroyed. Whatever the script writers are saying, please have the Ravens do it this time. Let's acknowledge Steven Sims. Acknowledge me. The only touchdown scored in eight quarters against the Baltimore Ravens came on this play. Here's the snap to Stout. The punter gets it off. Sims tracking forward, and he makes the catch at the 34. Starts right, cuts up the middle. 40, 45, 50. Sims still going, breaks a tackle. Angles to his left. 40, 30, 20, 10. He's going to score. Rock and roll. Touchdown. Steven Sims to the house. And the Texans are going to tie this game up. All right, there you go. Tied it at 10. That was it, though. That That was it. Eight quarters. Steven Sims, you are the sole Texan to get into the end zone against the Baltimore Ravens. And for that, you're getting acknowledgement today here on Payne and Pendergast on a Monday. Yeah, that was uh, like when Noah Brown went down. I think the one thing that you could hope for in the elevation of Steven Sims, two things really, was one in the return game that he might give you something. He did, and it was a that was a manly return too. Yeah, first he tackle. broke down that poor three hundred and ninety pound fullback, and then he uh, and then he and then he broke a tackle like without almost he looked almost Lamar Jackson like the way one of the more impressive things about Lamar is the way that he kind of just like. People will hit him as hard as they can, and it barely alters his course. And he's not like a Steven big guy. Sims, I, I, he's deceptive. He's like, I think he's like Randy Moss, where Randy Moss is bigger than you think. He's just because he's so lean. So anyway, but Stephen Sims on that play, um, Stephen Sims on that play was was super strong as well as fast. The one, the one part of it that I didn't like is that now the last two returns we've seen for a touchdown by the Texans were in games where. It gave you a little bit of hope for a minute, and then it was completely squashed. The Browns game, it was just, I was like, oh, they're they're back in it, right? Technically, yeah. Bingo. <laughs> really? It, yeah. Felt, it didn't feel like, wow, they're tied at 10. I hope they get a first down. That would help score more points on this Saturday <laughs> afternoon. All What's right. the record for number of returns for touchdowns yeah, in a football game? in a football game because they're going to need it. Um, speaking of which, Lamar Jackson, we will acknowledge me. you, Lamar Jackson, 152 yards passing, more importantly, 100 yards rushing, most importantly, just nails in the second half of that football game. The Texans had no answers in the second half of that football game. Here's D'Amico Ryans on not being able to contain the likely league MVP. Right. The biggest issue is just being on it, being disciplined where we're supposed to be uh, as a defense. And then it comes down to making tackles. Right? You are there got to find a way to you got to get off blocks and you got to make tackles when you are in position to make plays uh 
what changed in the second half, Seth, in your mind? Like they, they were getting they were in pretty good success with those blitz packages in the first half on those three three and outs, the Texans. Yeah. And then uh then clearly the Ravens made some adjustments in the second half on that. I mean they kept hitting the blitz button, the Texans did, it felt like, right? Who are we acknowledging? Lamar Jackson for his performance. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, just checking. Yep. I didn't um uh what changed in the second half? Oh, they like they just the the Ravens started getting rid of the ball quicker. They just they in the first half they were still trying to develop stuff downfield, um, and I think in having to adjust to that and also I think getting comfortable that they weren't going to have to worry about this being a shootout. Uh, they said, "All right, we're going to dink and dunk. We'll just take what's in front of us. Our guys are better than." their linebackers and their safeties, um, and, and we'll just take it to them. And then the other thing, too, is that, that you know, D'Amico's strategy was going to be boomer bust. It was either it was going to be boomer bust in, in two regards. One is you needed the offense to offset your risk-taking a little bit, you know, by keeping the game close. Uh, and you also needed to just, like, keep Lamar Jackson off the field so they didn't get a look at what you're doing as much. But they basically, the Texans' defense, pretty much used – every bullet in the magazine and then threw the gun at the Ravens in the first half. Mm-hmm. So they came out, they had seen it, they were ready for it. But then when the Texans were trying to play man, especially those, 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 those cornerbacks run with their receiver. So they're out of there. And Lamar Jackson runs those QB sweeps to a soft edge. And they're just, they were just lethal. Once, uh, once Ronnie Stanley was yelled at and figured it out, then like the, the, those quarterback sweeps were just so deadly. Yeah. It's actually going back and rewatching it kind of a thing of beauty when I was removed a little bit from it yeah. emotionally yeah. yeah when you when you can remove the fact that it's your team on the wrong end of it it's it is it's it's nice offense man hey everyone Boomer Esiason here the NFL draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one the free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Um, Dan Campbell. Acknowledge You're going to acknowledge Detroit Lions coach Dan Campbell three years ago to the day he gave this answer to a question about his team's culture. What's the team culture going to look like for the Detroit Lions? So this team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. And we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're going to be the last one standing. They're one of the last four standing. <laughs> that guy's in the <laughs> NFC title game today. I wonder if um, – I can't remember. Did he go anatomically incorrect? Were there three kneecaps bitten off I or I think just he two? was about to go in on a third he, kneecap, and he just said a hunk out of you. Yeah. like he, I feel like there was a part there like he had to edit out a punch in the junk or something too. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That, that aged well. That aged really, really well. <laughs> of course, I think it did. it's that kind He's of a winning. team. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. winning. Um, we got more Campbell audio here. This is from this was, well, this was from training camp last year during Hard Knocks 2022, where they would go on to start off one and six. It wasn't pretty, but this was Dan Campbell, uh, the side of him that I think wasn't as publicized. Man, if you don't work on tackling, if we don't work on run after catch, making a move, man, we what are we doing, man? Then we finally get to week eight and we come to life because we got enough reps. That's what I'm doing, and I swear, man, 
I don't want to put anybody in jeopardy, but I, we have to do it, man. I believe it. We're not going to do it every day. I'm going to give you an illustration tonight. Man, I got a plan, I swear to you. All I think about is you guys. That's all I think about, man. That's all I think about is you guys and how I set you up for the best possible, the best possible advantage I can give you to have a season. I swear to you, man. I just need you to trust me. That's all. Please. Listen. These people right here in this front row, they got these, kind of almost look like a soccer ball or something on their blue t-shirts. These kids have cancer, man. They got cancer, man. I appreciate if some of you guys go over there and sign, just say hi, that'd be nice. You know, we're all fortunate here. We all know. Dan Campbell, man. Yeah, that la- I hadn't heard that last part. The cutups I'd seen before, I didn't. Uh, they didn't have the part where you afterwards asked the guys to go see the kids that had cancer. Yeah, in the front row. yeah. That was so. That was in the middle of a live uh, goal line drill where right. there was like, they were Hit. tackling to the ground. So that's where he was saying, uh, you know, like, no, we need to do this, which is like it's not that common in the NFL for there ever to be tack- like to the ground tackling in in practice. And then you know the, the fact that they started off one and six in that season. And like, and he still kept everybody. That's pretty amazing. Like that, he kept guys engaged and checked in. Well, that and that was that was his second year. They had gone three and thirteen or three and fourteen yeah. in his first year there. So yeah. I mean, he had not experienced much success at all until midway through his second season there. And now they've been off to the races ever since. Congrats to them. Last one, Jim Crane. Acknowledge me. We're going to acknowledge you for pulling out the big bucks and going and getting Josh Hader. Yeah. CBT, competitive balance tax, be damned. Jim Crane spending money. Love to see it. I like it. Yep. I like it. I like it a lot. It. Yep. Um, that's a hell of a back end of the bullpen, man. Brian Abreu, Ryan Presley, Josh Hader. It's expensive as hell, but uh, but it's not my it money. It is. Yeah. I'm allowing myself to remember, like, oh, okay, yeah, pitching, pitching. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, they, we felt really good about pitching this time last year. Yep. And it's just a matter of – there's no World Baseball Classic this year to destroy all of our best and youngest and brightest pitchers. Oh, thank God. Um, all right, Texans lose on Saturday. It, that's, it's been four years since the Texans had been in the playoffs. And on Saturday, I had some familiar feelings starting to come back. Things I hadn't felt in four – Years and I'm guessing some of you felt these exact same things. We will tell you what those are next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 